Welcome and thank you for joining the conversation on how to avoid antitrust risks when developing a profitable data monetization strategy. I am Nicolas Kredel and I will be guiding you through this session. I am an antitrust lawyer based in our Düsseldorf office and I am heading Baker McKenzie's Global Future Mobility Group as well as Baker McKenzie's EMEA Antitrust and Competition Practice. I am truly delighted to welcome a global panel to the discussion. Here are my colleagues. For the EU, Jan Kresken, based in our Düsseldorf office. Jan heads Baker McKenzie's Global Future Mobility Associates Task Force, and he is also a EU competition lawyer by trade. Jan usually counsels clients on new strategic technology agreements Uh, for example, for next-generation hybrid and electric mobility solutions. Next up, Tisha Johnson from the US, a partner and member of Baker McKenzie's antitrust practice in Washington, D.C. Tisha leads cross-border teams and investigations of proposed mergers and is responding routinely to international investigations and discovery requests with a focus on transportation clients. Finally, Laura Liu, our antitrust expert based in Beijing, specializing in Chinese antitrust law. Laura helps multinational companies navigate merger control and antitrust compliance, investigations and litigation issues in China, specifically clients, OEMs and suppliers alike in the mobility sector. Now, let's set the scene for a little. Many future mobility companies, traditional OEMs, suppliers, and disruptors alike, currently need to refocus their business model. Many companies are focusing on data generated inside and outside of the They basically turn into companies focused on monetizing that data. Vehicles are or will be fully connected and data collection and monetizing strategies are developing swiftly. To monetize data, companies need access to it. So the big debates currently in the industry are being led around who controls the data, who gets access to which data, and what would be an appropriate consideration for this data access. So the discussion is around claims to data access versus data privacy and cybersecurity perhaps. Companies claiming data access usually focus on antitrust law or other regulations, and companies defending against access claims turn to arguments around cybersecurity and data privacy. Also, there's a debate around whether it's possible to join forces and to pool data with a competitor. It's clear to us companies need clear guidance on data pooling and on access regulations. But the interesting thing is that regulatory regimes across the globe diverge and quite a lot. And they have an entirely different approaches to finding the right balance. Let's turn first to the EU. Jan, in your view, how are competition authorities regulating 
OEM data pooling initiatives and how are they dealing with data access claims in the EU? Thank you, Nicholas. Generally speaking, there are three possibilities that which need to be considered with regard to, you, to Europe. So first, in case two companies, for instance, want to establish a separate company for the data pooling, which should monetize the data, the foundation of the company might be subject to merger control laws, i.e. the companies might need to notify the foundation of the company with the competent competition authority, such as the European Commission or the Bundeskartellamt, for instance, in Germany. If the parties did not notify the foundation or would close the transaction without clearance of the competent merger control authority, this could lead to high fines for them. Also, the foundation could be considered null and void by the competent merger control authority. Second, the companies which intend to conduct the data pooling would need to consider the antitrust rules, particularly if they compete with each other on the same relevant market. This is because competitors sh shall not disclose and or exchange competitive sensitive information. It therefore needs to be first checked whether the respective data contains such information, e.g. customer names, information on net sales, capacity, etc. As the exchange of competitive sensitive information might lead to an antitrust investigation, by the competent competition authority and high fines for the parties at the end. Third, in case one company is not willing to grant access to the relevant data to another company, but holds a strong position on the relevant market, e.g. because of the data, there is the risk that a competition authority might consider the refusal to be a so-called abuse of a dominant position. One indication for dominance are the respective companies' market shares on the relevant market. If they are above 40 or even 50%, this could lead to a severe investigation by the competent authority, even more if there are no justification for the refusal. A company might also be considered dominant if the company requesting the data is dependent on data set in such a way that sufficient and reasonable possibilities for switching to third parties do not exist for the company. In such case, there usually is a significant imbalance between the power of the company having the data and the conveying power of the companies requesting the data. Thank you very much, Jan, Laura. What do you see competition authorities are faced with in Asia Pacific and in China, and how are these issues being addressed? Um, thanks, Jan and Nicholas. I think data seems to be a new area for competition authorities in this region, uh, Asia Pacific. That said, we have seen that several jurisdictions, such as Australia, China, South Korea, Japan, and Singapore have already to start to consider and research the possible antitrust issues arising around the usage of data. Generally speaking, I think from a competition law perspective, the, the general rule and the principles are quite similar to the EU approach, just as mentioned by Yen, 
There are three pillows. We need to uh, look very carefully. In addition, I think in this region, the business may also want to keep close eye on additional antitrust rules and uh, industry regulations on certain specific industries. Taking China as an example, we had a very specific antitrust guidelines for auto industry. Although data has now been highlighted in that guidelines themselves, the business need to watch out the restriction on sharing of data that might be problematic, in particular where the upper sales markets are involved. For example, according to the guidelines, for an OEM who may have strong market power in after sales market for its vehicles under certain brands, it is not allowed to re restrict the access data that is related to after sales repair maintenance to qualify sub-party after sales service provider if there is no solid reasonable grounds. That's a very specific, uh, I would say, restriction of uh, provision on the data access in the auto industry. In addition to competition law, business may also keep close eye on the development uh, of some other areas, for example, privacy, cybersecurity, and industry regulation, just as mentioned by Nicholas. When, when a business considering and developing data monetization strategy, all these kind of issues, the data collection, storage, transfer and the data process may need to be compliant with the local relevant local laws in the local markets. A very interesting point in China, we have seen that uh, the authority seems to more likely to engage industry regulation to tackle the specific issues uh, on data usage. We recently have, have a very recent draft regulation on data collection requirement for Internet of Things vehicles in April this year. And the draft regulation provides that it is now allowed to carry out data processing activities that is not relevant to vehicle management and the driving safety by means of data collected from connected vehicles. This definitely may raise a question mark for the business world that to what extent that they can develop a data monetization strategy in auto industry. Thank you, Laura. So let's turn to the US. Uh, and the US is certainly also at the forefront of this development. So Tisha, what recommended actions would you advise future mobility companies to take in order to avoid antitrust risks with their data monetization strategy? Thanks, Nicholas. Now, earlier, Jan discussed from an EU perspective some of the antitrust risks inherent in data pooling, including exchanges of competitively sensitive information among competitors, merger control risks, and risks that the pooling activity could be viewed as exclusionary conduct if data is shared only with some competitors to the exclusion of others, particularly if the company doing the excluding has a significant share of the market. Now, these risks similarly exist in the US. In addition to data pooling, there are other ways that data monetization can run afoul of the antitrust laws, particularly where a company has a very large data set. Now, generally speaking, the mere possession of a large data set is not enough by itself to constitute an antitrust risk. 
again, in the US. It is important to understand that the type of data possessed, the characteristics of the data, the volume of the data, and the specifics of the markets at issue. Now, data collected by OEMs is usually unique and non-replicable, and no two OEMs will have access to exactly the same data. And of course, data is an asset. Does that asset, however, create a barrier to entry or confer market power? Exclusive control over data could eliminate potential competitors as they have no access to data, particularly if the data is essential to providing a service. For example, if access to certain in-vehicle data is necessary to repair the vehicle, but a company refuses to allow access to that necessary data, then that refusal can eliminate competition on markets for aftermarket services, which could lead to reduced innovation, higher prices, reduced consumer choice, all issues that the antitrust laws are intended to solve. So does this mean that you have to share all of your data with anyone that requests it in order to avoid antitrust risks? Of course not. Data is an asset. And as Laura mentioned, there are cybersecurity, privacy, and IP concerns associated with collecting, storing, and sharing that data. The key is to balance monetizing and protecting data with sharing the data that may be essential for providing services such as repair services. And the greater the market power of the company, the more likely that refusal to grant data access will create antitrust concerns. Now, though this area is still evolving in the US and abroad, there are other ways that companies can help minimize antitrust risk while the authorities are working to develop more concrete rules and guidance. For example, if data that is shared is aggregated and anonymized to the extent it can be, this should help minimize risk. Also, making sure that data pools are available to competitors in a manner that is non-discriminatory reduces antitrust risk. The more competitors that participate in the pool, combined with anonymized and aggregated data, lowers the risk of collusion and improper information exchange among competitors, as it will be difficult to discern and act on business decisions of other pool participants, since there will be no clear business strategies or information revealed. Also, as, as Jan referenced, be sure to complete a global merger control assessment prior to entering into any sort of agreements with another company regarding data monetization so that the parties can make sure that merger control filings are made if necessary and avoid any potential gun jumping issues for closing a transaction without clearance. And finally, of course, the basic antitrust safeguards come into play. Do not share pricing information, business strategies, do not allocate customers or markets, and prior to sharing any data or entering into a pooling agreement, make sure the appropriate antitrust compliance policies and protocols are in place and that the agreements have been vetted by counsel. Now, this isn't all gloom and doom. Data monetization and data pooling can have many pro-competitive benefits, including facilitating market entry of smaller players, efficiency, and of course, innovation. In addition to what we just discussed, keeping these pro-competitive benefits in mind should help minimize antitrust risk associated with any of your data monetization strategies. Thank you very much, Tisha, for, uh, for this. And I think this was very interesting. The US is a lodestar uh, for all of us in competition policy. We will watch this space. Thanks, Jan. Thanks, Laura. And thanks, Tisha, for sharing your expertise on uh, this topic. And I look forward to continuing the discussion.